Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Hey now, it is the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Jerry Lopez got the call from the bullpen. Indy Spanglish on Twitter. Man, you're doing a great job so far. Like, nobody in the YouTube chat has said that you're awful, which is rare, because normally that thing is a toxic hellhole. Well, there, there are levels to this. There, I, come, I come from Twitter, which is uh, the home of the Anon toxic a-holes. So I'm, I'm built for this. But yeah, they brought the righty out of the bullpen, and I'm ready to give a couple good innings. Now, I should say, not everybody on the YouTube chat is toxic, but it's part of the gig here. So thank you so much for hanging out, and uh, you're doing a great job so far man the timeline of events that led to the death of this marion county sheriff's department deputy it's just sad it's sickening and i have so many questions orlando mitchell the 34 year old accused in killing deputy john Durham yesterday according to police affidavits and information provided from our news partners at wish tv8 used his handcuff chain to choke and kill him. Now, the probable cause affidavit and a video show that Deputy Durham was arriving at the adult detention center in a Marion County Sheriff office van. Durham was taking Mitchell to a medical appointment when this assault happened. So let me take you through the uh, events here. And again, this is some horrific stuff and i have so many questions we're going to talk about those questions once we get through this here but Durham, the deputy got out of the driver's side walked to the back of the van as he opened up the rear door of the van that's when orlando mitchell opened the inner door of the van mitchell then raised his handcuffed hands above the deputy's head and placed them around his neck Mitchell then used the chain linking those handcuffs to choke him out. And this is from the affidavit. Mitchell then gets on top of the deputy as they wrestle on the ground, stays on top of him, continuing to choke him out until the deputy quits moving. And it was at that point that Orlando Mitchell, the suspect, then took the handcuff key from the lifeless body of the deputy, unlocked his handcuffs, got into the police van on the driver's side, sped away, um, and ultimately crashed and was apprehended. So this is just something out of a horrific movie, Jerry. Unfortunately, this is real life. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, this is not a movie. This is not a movie starring The Rock. or so, like, This happened here in Indianapolis on a guy who already had a murder charge for brutally murdering his ex-girlfriend at a daycare in front of other parents dropping off their kids and kids that are there after serving one day in prison and getting a sweetheart deal from from Ryan Mears and Marion County Prosecutor's Office. This was for for no better, this, this was an animal in our streets. 
And the questions that I have, and I don't know if this is the right time to bring these questions up because I understand people are still going through the grieving process, but I got to be honest, I'm wondering, is it normal for one, just one deputy to be in charge of such a violent felon to take them to this medical appointment. This wasn't like this was somebody in the back seat that was busted for tax evasion or had, you know, breaking and entering or some minor thefts here. We're talking about a violent dude who's already murdered one woman in front of children who has a history of beating pregnant women and pointing assault rifles to use Hogsett's term at police officers. This was the guy in the back seat here. So that's one question. And number two, how does this happen? What were the chains too loose? Was he able to maneuver his way out of this? I know there's video because some of this information in the affidavit came from the video. So I reached out to some of my friends in law enforcement, Jerry, and the folks at the top of the food chain, they've got to play it straight up. They're saying, wait for all the information to come out. And I respect that. But off the record, I've had some folks tell me that if this were U.S. Marshals, there would be at least two people assigned to a violent threat like this guy was. But more than likely, and they can't speak, you know, in terms of 100% actualities here, it was probably a situation where staffing was so short because there is a major staffing crisis with police officers and the Marion County Sheriff's Department. They probably just sent one of the guys they trusted the most, which was 38-year-old, I'm sorry, 38-year on-the-force veteran to take care of this. And unfortunately, the worst-case situation happened. I mean, somebody somebody in the YouTube tab, Brian here, asked the same question you're asking. You know, why weren't his hands chained to his waist? Like that alone would have would have saved this this officer's life, right? But now we have one scumbag who have who has killed a mother who, by all accounts, was a great person doing the best for her family, and now a 39 year old veteran whose wife also works within the department. One scumbag did all this, and it's just unbelievable that somebody doing everything right, like this deputy who's got multiple children's got a wife his family is also involved in law enforcement it's a passion that this family has that this situation happened i mean this is disgusting it's horrific and i'm sorry but a full investigation needs to take place here i need to find out how this guy was able to you know basically almost pull like a mafia move where you strangle somebody with something from behind like that how was he able to get the handcuffs around the head why was it just one deputy with this incredibly violent felon was it a staffing situation these are the questions that need to be answered i don't know if now is the time for that i want the healing process to take place allow this family to grieve for their loved one But there are some serious questions that need to be answered.